Colorectal cancer is the third leading cause of cancer-related deaths in the United States, but studies show that colorectal cancer deaths and diagnoses are declining, and early detection might be a reason for the decline. I'm Laura Wheatholder. I'm a registered nurse and community outreach coordinator for Blessing Health System. I'm joined today by Blessing Cancer Center's community outreach educator, Stephanie Willey. Stephanie, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Hi, Laura. Um, as she said, my name is Stephanie Willey, and um, I've been with the Cancer Center for over 10 years, and um, I've been doing these kits since I began. Um, I came right before they started, so my I jumped right in with both feet um, 10 years ago, and we have just um, expanded this, uh, this, what do I want to say? Um, we expanded this <laughs> By um, leaps and bounds. Uh, yes, it's just expanded so much. I just can't um, tell you how many kits we have given out that have increased every single year. So we're talking about the colorectal cancer screening kits. People, um, you know, I think a lot of people are aware these kits exist. There's a lot of at-home kits. The purpose is to help um, detect issues that might indicate a problem that could be related to colorectal cancer. So these kits are um, fairly simple, right? Um, right, very simple. But why are they so important? Why do we care? Why are these kits such a huge deal? Why are you out here doing this every March, uh, you know, promoting these take-home kits? Okay, we um, do this because so many people are not getting their colonoscopies. They're very apprehensive about coming in, doing the prep that's required for a colonoscopy. And so we want to get um, these kits in the hands of people who maybe don't want to do a colonoscopy. We want to do um, or just can't can't get in in a timely manner. This kit is an at-home test. You don't have to prep for it. You don't have to worry about what you're eating. You don't have to worry about what medicines that you're on. And it's a one-time thing. It's a one-time um, test that you do, and then you mail it right back in. So you don't have to see a doctor unless um, you have something abnormal come up, but um, you do not have to. It's just so important because for people who are just not willing to get a colonoscopy. So when we talk about colonoscopies, what we're looking for in these kits is what we're looking for are things that could indicate potential for colorectal cancer. And you, as you said before, you've been doing this for several years. You've had some success stories with these kits. Tell us about those. We have. We have had um, four people diagnosed with colorectal cancer um, because once you're, you um, turn your kit in, get it back to us, um, and I, you know, you get a positive test result and I in turn then contact you and um, then they do the follow up. And mostly the first step that your doctor is going to re recommend is for you get a colonoscopy. The one thing that you did this kit for to avoid. But um, we've had four people diagnosed with colon cancer and have had um, surgery um, and had a, a somewhat early stage. A couple of them were um, stage two. But um, the two, so if we had four, so two were stage one and two were stage two. And so we're real happy that they just have to have surgery. They don't have to go on to have any sort of um, systemic chemotherapy or anything like that. And so, so when we, we have, talk about the success, sorry, the success isn't necessarily that these people were diagnosed with colon cancer. It's that you caught it early enough 
that they exactly. did not have to go through massive treatments and things like that. Right, exactly. Um, actually, I had five. I forgot one, but we've had five diagnosed and had treatment and um, or had surgery. None of them have had to have any treatment that I'm aware of, unless that something's come up, you know, in the last five years. But so that's what we're excited about is not that they got diagnosed, but that we found it early. That's right. And these kits are just, um, you know, we mentioned that these kits tell me a little bit more. And I know people are listening, so they can't, there's not a visual what's in the kit. If I go and pick one up, what can I expect to see? What am I going to have to do? step-by-step is as descriptive as possible for anyone who's listening. Okay. So when you get a kit, um, there is a piece of collection paper and you put that on the inside of your stool to collect your um, sample. Um, And then you try to keep it on um, on top of the water and you try to catch your stool before it hits the water. Um, And then we have a, it's a tube. It's the sample bottle is what they call it. And um, it has Uh, a kit in there and it looks like a tiny um, mascara wand is how I would describe it if I had to just be descriptive Um, and then you take the lid off you twist the lid off pull it out and there's liquid in there and then they put the mascara wand with little divots in it type thing and then you put a sample on it and and then you put it back in the in the fluid that's in there and that preserves it until you can get it to the lab and they can run it. Um, what we like about this, what I like about these kits is they're very, um, they have pictures to describe exactly. So when you get one of these kits and if you, especially if you don't see someone um, and don't actually open it up and talk to someone about it, like if you don't see me or um, you're picking it up, getting it through the mail. That's what I like about this is there's pictures, very descript, you know, tells you exactly step by step. Um, my thing I do want to um, emphasize is that you need to make sure that your name and date of birth are on the actual kit that you do. Um, and then it has an envelope. And um, in the envelope, there is a piece of um an absorbent pad you wrap that in there and then you put it in a really tiny little bitty tiny um, biohazard bag and then you put it in a self-addressed stamped envelope that's all you have to do throw it in the mail as soon as you get done I recommend that you get it put it in the mail within at least um, 24 hours after you get it done we like you to get it done put it in the mail as soon as possible but um, it's very it's a very simple at-home test like I said earlier, no need to worry about what you've eaten. So if you've eaten, um, you know, prime rib that you like really um, prime <laughs> or if you your medicine that you're on, because sometimes they say people who have um, different types of medicines aren't supposed to do these tests. But this one doesn't. This solely detects, detects, detects human blood in your digestive system. So. And so, okay, so these tests, now you and I, we're, we have clinical backgrounds. To me, it really doesn't sound that, like that big of a deal. I, you know, easy peasy, one and done, just kind of get your little sample, a stool sample, right. run the little wand through the sample, put it in the jar, seal it up and send it off. I think understandably so, some people who don't have that background might be apprehensive. They might, frankly, think you, you know, like, I don't want to do this. How do you, (laughs) how do you work people past that hurdle? Like what, do you have any tips, any like wear gloves or, you know, 
Well, Anything that you can, in the years that you've been doing this, come up with to maybe make it less, you know, of a stigma maybe for people? I'm, in my mind, it's not a big deal, but some people might, right. you know. When I give them out, if I'm at, um, you know, out in the public at maybe a health fair or something people do, I get the whole, no, absolutely not. Uh-uh, no way. Um and then, so I said, well, do you get your colonoscopy? Well, no, I'm not doing that either because I'm not doing the prep. And I'm like, well, you know, your option could be cancer. So that's kind of, you know, we talk, we joke about that. But I have said, you know, if you don't, if you're worried about um, it dropping in the stool and not in the toilet and not being able to get it, I say, you know, use a pie pan. Um put that in there, collect your sample on there. Then you're, you're not worrying about that. Then you don't have to use the tissue. I mean, you can use the tissue, but you don't have to. That's I like that idea. There. Um, and I said, I I do um, lovingly, jokingly say, um, don't bring me a pie though, because I'm not going <laughs> to trust you. Um, so like a disposable, like an aluminum yeah, pie pan, put that yeah. in your toilet, yeah. get your sample. You and don't have to worry about anything falling right. in your toilet. Okay. Wear gloves. Um, but most people that that um do ask about these and are interested in them are are not so ooh yeah uh, it, it's not an ick for them um but sometimes they do think but i said you know you could do a colonoscopy and then the, oh well i'm not doing the prep so the prep it, for a colonoscopy in case anybody is unaware it's it it is a full cleanse right you it right. It, it gets everything and- out of your system it does, but it's not that bad. I mean, you know, it's not there comfortable, are worse things. It's uncomfortable yeah. and you do feel like that you're spending too much time in the bathroom, but. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head, though, when you said the alternative is much worse. When you think yes. about in the grand scheme of things, what we're trying to accomplish with these tests, a little bit of uncomfort- uncomfortableness has a huge benefit when you think about five people, like five people early detection didn't have to go through, you know, the hardship of chemo and and all that kind of stuff that comes along that could potentially come along with a colorectal cancer diagnosis. So um, benefit exactly. versus, uh, you know, the, the little bit of discomfort. I think that that's the main um, main point selling point for these. Right. You've mentioned it. Um, you mentioned no prep needed before the kits. Can you talk a little bit more specifically, and you you briefly mentioned it earlier, what the kits are looking for specifically? What are these tests detecting? This test, um, a FIT test that you would be getting is a um, test that looks for hidden blood or blood that you can't see in your stool. Um, They call it, you'll sometimes hear it called occult blood. Um, We if you have bright red blood in your stool or when you wipe, you know, after you've gone to the bathroom, you're, you're going to be concerned. But this is looking for blood that you cannot see. And so when people do get it, they're always, oh, I didn't see that. Well, that's the whole point of the test is just to, you know, um, pick up on something that you didn't weren't even aware of. Because colon cancer at early stages don't always have symptoms. That's it. And now that occult blood that you talked about, we're talking about microscopic like blood cells in your stool. And those could be indicative of polyps or other abnormalities in the colon, correct? Right. It could, I mean, it doesn't pick up, um, specifically doesn't pick up polyps, but it also can just find out whether or not you have, if you've been having trouble with your tummy, it could be, you know, you maybe have an ulcer, you have hemorrhoids, you 
um, especially internal hemorrhoids that you didn't know you had. It could be um, an ulcer that you may have that's um, maybe bleeding at times. And so it, we just hit it at the right time or I don't know if it's the right time, but where it was bleeding and we picked that blood up. So it doesn't, getting a positive test or doing a colonoscopy doesn't always mean specifically that you are going to be diagnosed with colon cancer. They could find something else, you know, a Crohn's disease or um, some irritable bowel, irritable bowel or a hemorrhoid. So all things that you want to know about, though, and all things that, you know, you should definitely see a doctor for. Um, we talked about the success stories with these kits, how easy they are to do, um, you know, maybe some of your tips, <laughs> tips from the trade of things that you've learned over the years, over your 10 years of distributing these kits. I will say these fit kits are much easier than the alternative, correct? Because the tests that you guys used to distribute were not a one and done. Oh, no, right? it, was, uh, the, it was called the fecal occult blood. It was a FOBT. Is what they are the shortened version, and it was a three time three day um, test, and you could had to do it on three separate days. You couldn't do them all at the same time. So there you had this kit with a little stool sample sitting around in your bathroom for three whole days. So these are much improved, and the um, accuracy is much better in the F, the fit test. It's you know they say between ninety and ninety five percent accuracy rate of finding hidden blood. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, well, these these tests, I think, like you said, we've come a long way. They're easier than the alternative um, and, and definitely, um, you know, have a huge benefit for anyone who should get like, I mean, what ages? What's the recommendation? When do people start need to start thinking about these these fit? Kits? Well, um, 45 is the age that you should really start thinking about. Well, I'm going to get my colonoscopy. If you have a family history. Um, of colon cancer, then that's going to be a, a discussion you need to have with your primary care and find out um, when you should be testing. But for the normal person, the average person who has no, um, you know, risk factors, we say 45, um, but we will allow anybody um, to get a kit from age 19 to 95. Um, we don't we are not, um, we don't look at their age too much on this kit. We want everybody to be tested. So, um, and these are free, right? They are absolutely free. No patient should ever get a charge for any part of this test. Perfect. How do, how do we get a kit? Um, how, where do I go? What do I need to do? March is colorectal cancer month. So I know you'll be hitting it hard, but that's not the only time, right? Right. Um, we can, we have our kits out. Um, during the month of March, but a lot of our, um, I'll, I'll discuss that in a minute, but we have them out in all of our clinics, all of our rural health clinics, all of our satellite clinics um, in Missouri um, and all of the Hannibal Clinic um, sites. In Illinois, we have them in all of our Blessing Clinic sites. They're also at the Clark County Health Department in Missouri. Um, you can pick them up at the Blessing Resource Center. But to get a full list of absolutely everywhere kits are at, you can go to blessinghealth.org um, backslash colon month. But that's also the place you can go to pick one up or to get one online. And how that is, is you get on, go to that website, blessinghealth.org backslash colon month and um, click on a link that will let you fill out a consent form. It 
goes directly to me, my email, Stephanie, and um, I mail that kit to you. So you don't ever have to go out to get a kit. Then you mail those kits back in. Um, once you get once you get your kit completed, and then you mail it back in, and then I get back to you with the results. Um, we haven't talked about that, but a little bit of that is if they're negative results, then I send you a letter and just say, hey, everything was normal. If you indicated on your consent form that you'd like me to allow um, to let your provider, healthcare provider know, then I send a letter to them as well. If it's positive, um, though, I do um, call you and I call you um, and just let you know that it's positive. I'm going to send this result to your healthcare provider and that you need to be in contact with them about what your next steps will be. I like to say you and I do a lot of outreach in the community, and I like to say that uh, a screening is only as good as the follow-up that a person gets. So very whether, or not, <laughs> whether or not, if, they, whether, if they're getting the phone call from you, it's very important that they take that next step um, because, you know, you, you, not knowing, you know, what's going on or why you got this positive result is, is potentially detrimental. So very important yes. for people to follow up if they get that phone call. And it is um, scary for them to get that phone call from me. I mean, I, you know, I've made positive results. I mean, just because we've only had five that I know of diagnosed cancers, um, it's scary to hear that, that, oh, you had blood in your stool that you didn't know about. Um, but oftentimes it, it is something just real simple that they can, you know, oh, you have, you know, an irritable bowel, you have an, maybe you have an ulcer, maybe you just have a hemorrhoid, you know, but it's, it, it is um, stressful to hear that from me, but it's better. I mean, we're glad that we can catch it early. Yeah. And people always want to follow up. This is such a huge, um, huge benefit for the community. And every year you guys do this and you give out literally hundreds of kits. Um, Love to see them coming back in again. Don't yes. if you if you take the kit home and don't submit it, it's really not doing you any good. How long if I get a kit in the mail, does it have like an expiration date? Is it well, the ones that will be going out this year don't even expire till next January. So I'm so excited because those um that's a long um expiration date from for us. So that makes me real happy. Um and um so if they're going to expire early, I usually try to write a note somewhere to say, hey, this kit expires. Make sure you get it in. So um, we do have the kits out, though. A lot of times these clinics will keep them year round. So um, if you are, if you you do think in um, May, oh, hey, I would, didn't get one of those kits. Check, check with me. Go online and see. The online does stop at the end of March and only goes from March 1st to March 31st. Um, but you can always call me here at Blessing um, to get a kit because I usually have them year round um, so that they can pick those up. I think, uh, too, the other resource that people, if they can't track you down because you are in and out of the office quite a bit out in a community, if they can't track you down, the other resource is the Blessing Resource Center. Those ladies there yes. are phenomenal at phenomenal. finding the answers and helping people out. So that's another place, um, you know, if yeah, somebody wants a kit. Yeah, they're going to have kits for me. Yeah. I think they'll probably do it year round for me. As long as I have kits to give out, then they Perfect. will do it. They are awesome. Yes. Did did we miss anything? Is there anything that we didn't um, talk about that you want people to know? I don't think so. I just um just know that this is not a diagnostic test. It is a screening test. 
um, that alerts you to something abnormal going on. Doesn't mean that um, there's anything that you just need additional testing done. You need to go see your doctor. So mm -hmm. I just don't want um, them to think that, oh, I immediately, I have colon cancer, but I also don't want them to ignore the, te the, the fact that they have blood in their stool because it could be in their stool mm -hmm. because it could be something more important. So um, you can always call me too to get a kit and my um, number is at the blessing number 223-8400, but my extension is 7718. And um, you can leave a message and I'll get back to you if I'm not in the office because I do go out a lot. Um, but um, I think we touched on everything I wanted to talk about. Well, good. I think that we we covered a lot. I hope that people found this informative and maybe it breaks down some of the barriers. Um, I think these these kits are a huge asset, a uh, huge benefit and and really, um, you know, just can't. Hopefully people they've they've had a great response in the community and hopefully that continues. So. Yeah. Last year we gave out over a thousand. Well, just at a thousand kits. So wow. Um, now we didn't have a thousand returns, but um, we did give out a thousand. So we're hoping that, you know, that that continues and we keep give, giving out more and more kits because it is so valuable. Um, so and, maybe that's and, the headline for our conversation today is if you took a kit home last year and didn't finish it, listen to this and we'll give you some tips on, yeah, on we'll what give you, you a new do. one this year. Yeah. On what you can do to make sure you you aren't worried about getting it submitted back in. So, right. Um, all right. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, again, you can find a full list of where to get a colorectal cancer screening kit. Excuse me. The yeah. Well, I guess we do call them. Is that what we call them? Colorectal, colorectal cancer screening kits. Mm -hmm. But just remember, they're they're not a diagnostic kit. They're a screening kit. So you take the kit home, um, and and hopefully, you know that that helps you with some peace of mind. Um, you can find that list on our website, uh, blessinghealth.org/slash. What's the slash? Colon month. Colon month. There we go. All right. Well, Stephanie, thank you. Thank you.